good at connecting with others. We all know that king uh, of DNMs. You love you love to always push us to DNM session <laughs> late at night. I like the DNM. I think mainly because. Hello and welcome back to our second episode of the Getting to Know the Banana series. So today's episode, we're gonna get to know Dom better. Please, Dom. To start off, let's make this fun, not just a boring interview. Getting to know Dom, right? Let's just do some rapid fire. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Are you ready, Dom? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Whether you are not, I'm gonna start. Okay. Long hair girls or short hair girls? Long hair girls. Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Favorite cuisine? Um, uh, my own food, Malaysian food. Uh, cow dog dog yes or no yes <laughs> sweet or savory food uh, savory harry potter or lord of the rings lord of the rings harry or potter potter <laughs> invisibility or super strength what invisibility or super strength um invisibly i'm perfect nice <laughs> <laughs> go to icebreaker uh, this this game <laughs> Oh, rapid oh, fire? Rap- oh, oh okay. Hey, okay, that was good. <laughs> Cheeky. Made us all confused. Very interesting answers. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> why Potter and not Harry? You know how Snape's always... He never says... Uh, the only person who says Harry, I think, is like Hagrid. He's always like Harry. And then Snape's always just like... Potter? Oh, no, oh. no, wait, no, that's Malfoy. Potter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, it's Potter. I see. I, I always see. thought it was funny. That makes sense. And wait, did you like sweet or savory? I actually didn't, didn't pick up pick that um, up. Savory, yeah. You said savory? But you yeah. always say you have a sweet yeah, tooth. You were the, yeah, you're the sweet tooth guy. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe it's like, because we when we're doing when we're recording right now, it's kind of close to lunch. And I'm like, mm, savory food would be better oh, to eat. You're getting a bit hungry there. <laughs> definitely. And we all know, like, I, I think at least me and Jeff definitely know that you're definitely a dog person. Yes. So that would make sense. And invisibility. So apart from your <laughs> perverted nature, what other use cases would there be for invisibility? I guess when I think of like superheroes, I don't want to be that superhero that everyone's kind of everyone kind of knows. You want to be that superhero who still does good, but like no one really, you're not in in, in the limelight. I oh, guess. Okay. I feel like yep. super strength is like, oh, you're always gonna be that one who's pulling a train out of a river, pulling a like pushing a bus out of the way. Whereas like with invisibility, you can be more of like a secret agent kind of style. And I think yeah, like, like blend into the background, right? Yeah, <laughs> I reckon that would be cooler. Just I see, to be invisible. I so can you tell me a bit about yourself, just in general? Uh, yeah, sure. So basically, if you, you, you might have seen our logos around, but I'm the banana with the snapback. And for season two, you may have noticed I've decided to shave and just be a bit cleaner than normal so I don't look like a rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, but you, if, you, if you look at me right now, I'm pretty pretty disgusting i need to show you <laughs> um but as you may have heard from season one i'm probably like the most banana out of the whole bunch get it oh, oh god nice but, dad jokes <laughs> but despite being born in malaysia and i guess going back to the motherland every couple of um years i'm still quite whitewashed like every time i go back to malaysia it takes ages for me to pick up chinese again and to speak fluently you speak mandarin at home right yeah but you know how like when you speak with your parents it's just it's like a mando english 
combination or a Canto English combination or, you know, whatever mother tongue you have, and it just becomes like the same sort of words, you, you will never expand your vocabulary. Whereas I feel like if you're in the country where their native tongue or they speak, say, Chinese more commonly, then you're, you're just forced to remember, oh, this is the word. So instead of saying like, I guess a good example in English is if you were to say this is really hard, well, that that doesn't really like sound as good as if you were to say this is really difficult. Like difficult would, would, would be the better word. So similarly, when I'm in Malaysia, I have to remember the right words for the right situations, I guess. Uh, All right, yeah. Yeah, your parents would understand your broken kind of yeah, exactly. English Chinese mix. But yeah, there they're like, um, no, I think you should use this word. I'm like, ah, yes, this is the right word. Are you yeah. playing tech schooling? Schooling. Uh, the what's Chinese. That, what's that one? Duolingo? I think Duolingo. Oh, oh that's good. Oh, yeah. Duolingo. Duolingo. Good. Yeah, I was meant to, but yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I think I'm still pretty whitewashed i guess and it's only when i got to uni that's when i realized that i was more whitewashed because i guess in high school all my friends were super whitewashed i was like oh i'm pretty asian here and then you know meeting you guys in uni i was like oh shit i'm so whitewashed i'm literally a banana or maybe we're the fob ones (laughs) (laughs) but we're not so you you are the white one. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Fine. <laughs> you but you guys are part of this. So you guys are you guys are bananas as well. <laughs> Met you guys at uni. Decided to do engineering because literally didn't know what to do, and you know, your parents just give you the four choices, right? So just pick the easiest one to get into. All right. Fair enough. So are you a typical engineer, introverted, slaving away at the labs? Like, what's your personality? The M- MBTI. Oh yeah, is that is that the definition of a standard engineer? Like someone who's introverted. That's that's pretty standard, I reckon. Like yeah, it's that's just like majority classes, Asian, black hair, you know. Black hair. <laughs> um, I guess I guess not then. So in terms of MBTI, I'm a ENF, sorry ESFJ. So that's roughly I'm like I'm not super super extroverted, but I am like 60 something percent extroverted. S is observant, so I'm seventy percent observant. F, I'm actually on the on the kind of in in the middle ground for F because I sometimes I vary between fifty percent, either feeling or thinking. I feel like that's like I that's like my my strong selling point because like both have the feels and the things. <laughs> and J is judging, so that ranges to about sixty seventy percent or so. But yeah, I'm an ESFJ. Which is a console. Just a quick explanation on the MBTI test. Uh, the MBTI test consists of four criterions, each criterion represented by a letter. So the first letter, which is E or I for extroversion or introversion, respectively, represents how an individual maintains their source of energy, whether it's external or internally. The second criterion is the method by how someone perceives information. So they can perceive it internally or externally. So intuition or sensing. Third criterion represents how someone processes the information. So they can be someone who thinks over it or they base their reaction on feeling. So thinking or feeling. And finally, the fourth and last criterion is how a person implements that 
information that he possesses. So it's either judging, so he organizes those information and then acts on it, or perceiving, so inclined to improvise or explore alternative options. There is a fifth criterion. However, the first four letters is already good enough to understand someone's personality on a basic level. As you were explaining, I was just thinking, like, does it kind of match to me? And that judging one just reminded me of how you guys always tease me. Whenever I go to restaurants or cuisines, I usually order the same stuff. <laughs> oh, that's true. You stick to a plan. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so having a read of what ESFJ actually has, there's actually quite interesting strengths and flaws that we realized. And we'll, we'll see if Dom thinks that these are some of his flaws. Right, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keen to roast him. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so the first one that we said was, you know, reluctant to innovate or improvise. So they like to be sticking to a plan. So Mhm. Yeah, yeah. Every time we go out for lunch, <laughs> dinner, or, you know, oh, no. all this the usual. Hainanese chicken rice. No, I don't. <laughs> It's not only Hainanese chicken rice. It's well, like an option of three guys. <laughs> okay. There's three dishes that are rotated between. <laughs> so which of the three? We only ever see you eat Hainanese chicken rice. I think I feel like we can guess the other one. Like you uh, reckon? Chakwetel. And what's the beef? The beef. What? Beef you? noodle flat. Uh, the flat the whole, noodle. The whole fun. Yeah, whole fun. Oh yeah. I think it just happens to be Hainanese chicken rice, probably because. I probably rotated through the other two without you guys. <laughs> so it's like, oh, it's time for the high of the chicken rice then. Well, so, so what's the actual other two? I feel like I probably, depends on the place, but if they have a good laksa, I'd probably... So yeah, I'm thinking like laksa, so like some, the, the, some form of soup noodle, some form of like rice one, which is the chicken rice one, and then like a third one, which might be like um, like a stir-fried noodle, like the chocolate down yeah so like oh, okay. maybe three or four maybe five if adventurous but <laughs> <laughs> five is adventurous <laughs> or like five different rotations yeah okay. yeah okay so it's for the strengths uh i think there was one um so you have strong practical skills um so what practical skills do you think you have how practical <laughs> are they would you say practical skills i'm just thinking of like some like handyman knows how to like like service cars and like do carpentry work and mm -hmm. all of that thing. And I'm like, I don't know. Is, is that what you guys think of when you hear the word practical skills? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking <laughs> of, which, which is why I was just like, what, what, how practical are they? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, all of us, if we were given, say, like a saw and some wood, you like, you know what to do, right? You know how to, how to angle the saw to cut that piece of wood into what you want or how to mark it up and measure. And I feel like this is stuff that, not you don't have to be like an engineer to know how to be practical but i guess very simple things like i mean if you if you pop a tire do you know how to change a tire yes i do uh like very basic things or like making makeshift i don't know like a support for a table i'm sure we could all figure it out so mm -hmm. yeah i reckon yeah maybe I, I i have some practical skills like definitely it wouldn't be anything fancy it wouldn't be pretty or anything but would know what to do in uh to make certain things yeah, so I mean, we are engineers. I guess that's that I guess speaks more about yeah speaks more about your engineering skills yeah. than I don't know. Like, <laughs> is it your personality or as an engineer, um, <laughs> as a trade? <laughs> yeah. It's just self perpetuating, right? Because he's an engineer, he becomes more he takes on more practical skills. 
And oh. by doing more of that, he reasserts that identity that he's an engineer. <laughs> or, yeah. Cycle. Or because he's practical, he subconsciously chose engineering. Even oh, yeah. He didn't know what he wanted to choose. <laughs> oh, no. Like, I, I guess it wasn't just like a blind choice. Um, when I thought about all the degrees and I thought about how engineering was somewhat of a... It's not purely always behind the desk, but it's not purely always... In, in the outside world I feel like there was always a good combination of because I remember um, a lot of our projects were like design projects you'd have to design something test it and then implement and build it in the real life and then test it there again so I always like that aspect of having both sides of the equation rather than just oh everything like for example if you were just to do like I don't know computer science right if you were do, to do coding yes you do the work behind the desk but the output is also kind of behind the desk Whereas mm. I guess for engineering, there's a bit more of the physical application. Yeah. That's oh, just how okay. I thought of it when yep. I picked yep. engineering. More hand, hands-on. Like a good balance between hands-on and... Yeah, yeah. I, that's, yeah, that's pretty much how I thought of it. Okay. It, it says that you have strong practical skills. So let's flip it. What's, what's your strongest impractical skill? Strongest? <laughs> I'm like, what can, is the... can, can you think of any skill that's actually impractical for you? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, is, it, is even that? Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm like thinking like, so it would have to be a skill which is useless then, right? Um, interesting one. I find that's a really hard one because I feel like most things you would know would serve some purpose even in some really obscure situation. It would probably like, yeah, I, the only thing I can think of is like maybe like gaming, but even like that's still practical. Yeah, yeah in like way, in, yeah. in some way because you're like, oh, I train my motor neuron skills and I'm faster with it's reaction true. speeds. Yeah, but I guess like in terms of if you compare that to say knowing how to do plumbing or something, I guess that would be a lot quite, more quite different. impractical than yeah. plumbing. Yeah, <laughs> Bu- building in Minecraft is quite different to you know plumbing. <laughs> oh, Minecraft is good. Maybe too practical. Yeah. If you see my Minecraft creations, it's literally just like a rectangle or a square. <laughs> there is no design to it. Oh, <laughs> Jeff man, would know. I, I, yeah, I had to re I had to remodel all his houses. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so your other strength, good at connecting with others. We all know that king uh, of DNMs. You love you love to always push us to DNM session <laughs> late at night. I like the DNM. I think mainly because when you have deep, deeper level conversations with people, it's the best way to connect with them and to understand um, their life story, why their perspectives are their perspectives, what sort of morals or values they align their lives to. And then I think it's the fastest way to also figure out, are these the people that you want to be friends with? So congrats, you guys made it. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, the late night thing, I've realized recently actually why it, it DNFs, um generally in the late night okay maybe not in the, generally in the night light but there was this thing i heard about where during the day when you're working you don't have control there because work is work you can't just simply do whatever you want right and then people who like to stay up late it's because they want to that's the only time that they do have control over so you're kind of trying to get more control over your life by staying up late so you feel that you've had more time to have a fulfilling day oh, right. oh okay yeah that's why i stay up late thank <laughs> you yeah yeah because mm. the day is like you didn't have much control over your day yeah right so and then you stay out at night to to get to get it back <laughs> oh okay sad oh not sad it's annoying but yeah do you prefer small talk um you mean like small talk as in 
uh like surface level stuff yeah yeah because um, like you yeah. say that you're, you're like you're good at connecting with people when you like dnms and that gets yeah. to know people at a very very deep level but then i'm not sure if everyone will prefer that so i guess one way of connecting is small talk so do you prefer that I guess in every situation, whenever whenever you meet someone, you can't just be like, "Oh, what's your views on socialism?" Uh-huh. <laughs> you kind of got to start yep. with the, uh, um, I don't know, like, what do you do for work? What's your what's your favorite drink? Mm-hmm. And yeah, more surface level stuff. So uh, I don't dislike it. Definitely wouldn't say I love it, but I do, it it is it is one way of getting to know people, even if it's small talk. So yeah, I, I like small talk. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now that we know a bit about you, what do you usually do for hobbies? Oh, hobbies. Okay. Over the last year or so, I have kind of gotten back into my hobbies or picked up new hobbies. So I used to play tennis a lot back in the day. Recently trying to get friends to play tennis with me again. So that's been quite fun. I, I know I recently played a game with you guys. That mm. was so tiring. I, okay. <laughs> Felt super unfit. That was fun too. Yeah, it was yeah. fun though. It was definitely fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like ex- I feel like exercise, that's something that, you know, maybe because of COVID or we didn't really get around to much last year, but COVID's quite, I guess, fairly under control now in Sydney. So everyone's kind of out and about and enjoying the sun. So sports has been something I've been trying to um, get into my hobbies again. So lots of trying to, been trying to hit, I think eight. Yeah, I'm up to like, I'm trying to hit 8K steps now every uh, day. Whoa. And then 70k oh. per week. So, yeah. So, even though the daily aim is 8k on weekends and stuff, I'll try and do more than 10 just to so that I can hit that on average 10k a day for that 70k uh, a week. Mm-hmm. And then I've been doing lots of cycling. So, I usually do like 5k cycles. But last week I tried, oh, this was like so, so scary. So, I did this, it's about from my place to the. Lane Cove National Park and back it's about 20k so it's yeah. like four times the normal right and then it was it was really scary because on the way back I could I was like literally maybe a kilometer away from home I could feel my 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 thighs cramping up I was like oh no please please like hold out make it make it home please so that I could just not be I don't know it just looks weird sometimes when you're just when you walk past some guy who's on off his bike on the on the ground just like grimacing in pain I don't want to be that big oh. oh okay guess you didn't have enough liquids up there then that's, yeah. that's why cramp, cramps happen yeah i thought it was also because i never do such a long cycle oh yeah probably yeah. that as well so yeah that in terms of exercise i've been trying to do that trying to keep to my weekly 5k runs if i can and other hobbies i bought a guitar recently to try that oh what, what, what are you learning so i've been learning i learned three chords and three chords is all i need for um chasing cars by snow patrol i don't know if oh, you guys yeah. know and I've been playing piano a lot more, so I've been learning. I learned Everglow by Coldplay, and then I've been trying to learn How to Save a Life mm-hmm. oh, by The yeah, Fray. I know that one. <laughs> you know that one? <laughs> because I'm karaoke? That's the only one. That's the only I one. Know you listed. I tried the Paint by Numbers thing, which is really tiring. Um, I tried that, and I don't think I want to do too many of those, unless I really like the design that they have. Okay. Well, what design did you do for your Paint by Numbers? It was a very colorful line, basically. Did you, did you frame it? Yeah, I did, actually. It took maybe like a month to do it. Oh, no, not a month, like two a weeks. Okay. I think I just did it every day uh, for about half an hour or so. And then I made a time-lapse out of that. 
mm-hmm. photography and videography I've been trying to get into as well like with e- like editing I think that's quite fun you, you have a lot of hobbies that's for sure I, yeah. <laughs> I feel tired just listening to oh, it yeah. to be honest I was just like whoa that, that's a lot more than I expected in all honesty yeah I didn't but... realize how fit you were <laughs> no definitely not you, you you had a lot so so which one's your favorite or the one that you consistently do uh right now i've been trying to do guitar at least every day or if not every second day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. probably most consistent like that and the steps i think those are my two right. most consistent ones so so why guitar all of a sudden because uh, it's a very recent purchase right yeah i bought it like less than a month ago but um i've always enjoyed listening to people play guitar and like 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 you know like live music i guess mm-hmm. i've always been a big fan of uh, i guess like rock music mm-hmm. so I was actually considering a electric guitar or acoustic guitar. Oh, okay. Uh, but with the electric guitar, you'd need an amp and you'd need a power source. But with acoustic, you know, you can just bring it wherever you want and start mm. playing out a song. So I thought in, in terms of portability, it's the easiest one to to pick up. Although I did buy a harmonica like years ago. <laughs> I learned like uh, Stay With Me by Sam Smith. And then... And then uh, then I realized it's really, it's kind of disgusting. I have a lot of, I, I, I have a lot of spit. Literally, it's pretty disgusting. And I don't, I, I couldn't figure out how to reduce the amount of saliva. So okay. I still have the harmonica somewhere though. So, so when are you going to play the harmonica on the podcast? Oh. So, so out of all these hobbies, which ones has actually had, have you had any sort of incidents or anything that's actually has taught you something? Like, I guess I forgot about one of the main hobbies I do, which is it's skateboarding, but it's not, it's not the like it's not like the skateboarding where you're in a skate park and you do tricks and stuff. It's just like uh like a penny board, like mm-hmm. a cruiser board. A couple of years ago I had a really small penny board and I was going down a hill and I broke my collarbone. Oh, and that kind of taught me, yeah, to kind of take a step back a little bit uh with with adventurous uh hobbies. <laughs> so now I'm pretty safe, I think. Not not that I I still love going for cruises on the skateboard, like especially around uh, the roads waterway and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's not on the hill. Yeah, yeah, no more hills. I, 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 yeah. Even when I was cycling down to Lane Cove, even though it was on a bike and I had brakes and everything, I was still like pretty wary. I was like, oh, this is a bit fast. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I remember you when you broke your collarbone. You had it for a while actually. That that overall cask, right? Was that was that for like at least that was at least half a year. I felt um, like yeah, yeah. It felt time. so long. I don't think it was that long. Like in terms of a bone break, it's like a stand. Like it's not. I actually I don't know what the what all the recovery times are for different bones. Was it for half a year? Probably like a couple months. But yeah, probably yeah, might have seemed like close to half a year. Yeah, but maybe for us we just ex- exaggerated it. Yeah, it just it just <laughs> felt long. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't. It wasn't a cast. I think I just the collarbone. You you can't really cast it. You kind of just got to keep it as immobile as you can. So just had my arm in a sling and try to not move that arm too much. Couldn't sleep on my side, actually. That was quite annoying. <laughs> I was sleep facing up for all those months. Okay, so thanks everyone for listening to today's episode about Dom. I hope everyone learned more about why Dom isn't a normal introverted engineer and he's <laughs> very, very busy all the time. Yeah, I feel like getting to know him, like it makes sense why... He's the banana wearing a snapback. Yeah, yeah, that that, that would make sense. Eh? He always needs to go outside, yeah, Out, outdoors and, person. And, and skateboarding. Yep, exactly. So if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us on your preferred podcast streaming platform with new episodes coming out every week. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you guys next week.
so 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 much. I didn't even pick up my yeah, phone. Yeah, I know, I know. I, know. I was like, shit. Oh. And then I was like, oh, the skateboard. Oh, stories. I meant to talk about stories. You know? yeah. yeah, I was just like, uh. And then you're like, got it. 